Yo, what's good, man? It's tax season. Episode motherfucking nine. Say hello to the bad guy. Having a good week. Having a bad week. Couple things in the news are disturbing. Couple things were cool, I guess. Couple things were unexplainable to me. You know what I mean? I'm going to start off with um, Waco. What the fuck happened in Waco? 18 people wounded, 9 people dead, and we seen the suspects texting on the phone on a on a flatbed or some shit right after the shooting. What the fuck? Like I've never seen I've never seen a person kill one person, one and be able to sit there and text being a suspect. Like they was texting their kids and wives like yeah, we're just being apprehended. Like, what? The, I don't understand what that shit was about at all. Like, explain that to me, white people in Texas. Um, Republicans in Texas, because y'all give me a call. We over here at Loudspeaker Network Taxis. And give me a call and explain what the fuck happened. 18 people wounded. Nine people dead. That shit sounds like mass murder to me. That shit sounds like a weapon of mass destruction. And this was from a biker gang in Waco, Texas. You know, Waco is a dangerous place for it not to be shit going on there too much. Whenever it happens, it's always a mass amount of people getting it. You know what I mean? Like, y'all gotta explain. I don't know. Y'all gotta send somebody in Waco. Somebody. Send the Chicago. Send a little Chief Keith and them niggas in Chicago and let them go regulate motherfucking um, Waco because that shit is unexplainable what the fuck happened out out there you know what i mean um the iraqi city of, of of ramadi um was was taken over by isis like what the fuck is y'all doing them niggas is pussy like y'all getting on my nerves out there man y'all letting these cowards take over the land and y'all not y'all not properly getting busy and i and truthfully even barack obama like man get them drones on these niggas right now and blow they fucking cassava melons off stop playing Stop playing because, see, I'm scared. What's happening in Texas just now with these white people on bikes shooting people, shooting 18 people and killing nine? Like, those people are dangerous. You understand me? I don't want... I don't want them to start getting violent if ISIS start trickling over here. You know what I mean? Because I don't know. They'll just start killing us saying we ISIS just because a couple of us is Muslim and shit. You know what I mean? Most of the black niggas that turned Muslim was a bunch of crackheads anyway that went to jail. And they were, and they were sucking dick in jail and they didn't want to get beat up. So they became a Muslim. And Muslim was the only people that was going to accept them because the games wasn't. You know what I mean? If you want to be truthful. But no disrespect to the Muslims. I'm just speaking the facts that I know of. You know what I mean? And federal penitentiary where the um, District of Columbia has the um, biggest population of homosexuals in jail that are Muslim. You know what I mean? So it's no no offense to y'all. I'm just speaking on statistics and facts. But um, I want to speak on something else, man. Chink's drugs from Coke Boys was murdered um, yesterday. And that shit is fucked up, man. And it's like, truthfully, like, I don't even know how you, you know, a couple months ago, a kid reached out to me from Far Rock and he had a good record and I didn't know the record was dissing chink, Chink's drugs until like later on that day. He was like, yo, I got this record. He's, I'm like, damn, this shit is all right. Shit got a little vibe to it. So I tweeted the shit out for him and then the record was dissing Chink's drugs. And I remember when I found out about it, I was like, oh shit, it's too late now. You know what I mean? So I didn't care. And I was like, yeah, whatever. I'm like, oh, Chink's ain't good in his hood. And he tweeted me and he was like, um, I'm A1 in my hood. You know what I mean? And then 
you know what I mean? After that, I was I just was saying like, yo, man, I don't think chinks should be as hood. And it wasn't when I said chinks, I was I was talking to him, but I'm talking to everybody. I'm talking to any artist that ever came out the hood or anybody that ever succeeded out the hood because it's not about rappers. It's not about that. It's the it's the it's the ideology. It's the it's the it's the things that people have in their mind that make them feel like they're not gonna win, that they can't succeed, that make them drag down the people that succeed in the hood. You know what I mean? It's the sense of hopelessness. When a person feel like they not a they not capable of accomplishing certain things, they they create jealousy within them. You know what I mean? Stack Bundles was killed, another legend from Far Rockaway. And and um Chinks Drugs was a part of that crew and he just was gunned down, shot fifteen times, you know what I mean? Like in Queens. And the shit is sad because anybody I know that know Chinks Drugs is like not him. You know what I mean? Because he wasn't that type of person. You know what I mean? And I'm not going to say Chinks never did dirt in the street. I don't I don't know of that. You know what I mean? He's been to jail and things of that nature. But at the same time, I'm talking about his vibe as an overall human being. It always was like good energy that came from him. And anybody that knew him had the same vibe. I remember Mano called me when I tweeted that video out and was like, yo, who is this nigga dissing Chinks? And I told him, and he like, yo, nah, son, Chinks is a good nigga. Like, nah, we not doing that with Chinks. You know what I mean? And I was like, you know what I mean? It's a record. I'm just putting it out there. You know what I mean? And then, and then when I thought about it and I realized, I'm like, dude was really hating on Chinks. It had nothing. It was no merit to his, um, to his, his disputes with him for him to not, for him to dislike Chinks. You know what I mean? And to see him just go out and perish the way he just perished, knowing that he just was out. He just got his deal probably like three months ago you know what i mean and to see him just go out like that that shit is real sad because i always try to help anybody from the hood that has talent and they're trying to explore they you know what i mean explore their prospects and grow bigger you know what i mean because it's like it's hopeless out here so if you find a kid that has talent and he and he and you can get legal money from that you 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 help him you show him how to do it because it ain't too many that can do it it's a sense of hopelessness in the hood. So everybody in the hood sits back. You understand? And they and they sit there with a sense of hopelessness. They happy about minute shit. I seen a girl today say, I have apartment and cable. And she said that shit like that was like the biggest success in life. And I sat there and I was like, damn, yo, that's deep for her to feel like I have apartment and cable. So I'm good. You understand? Like, that was the ceiling for her. Like, it was nothing higher than, and it was nothing above that. And that shit was sad to me because that's that's the, the sense of hopelessness that we have in the hood. And I, I tell people a lot of times it comes from our parents because our parents didn't, didn't wasn't able to be too great. So it trickles down to us. They tell us shit like, yo, go to school. But they not actually, you know what I mean, too involved with your life. You understand what I'm saying? And that's, the, that's how you really parent. You got to be truly involved within your kid's life because any windows of neglect... They're going to go get taught by somebody else. So if you wanted them to respect your teachings, make sure that you're there in their life. You dig what I'm saying? And they shit just, you know, just seeing chinks go just as another young, another young motherfucker just trying to make it in the game. That shit is like, it's so sad because it's like if if we could speak to the killers, they probably wouldn't know why they killed chinks. That's the real truth behind it. You know what I mean? A motherfucker might tell you some shit like, oh, no, nah, because he said this. And it's like. When you think about it, on both ends, it'd be so dumb because it's like, all right, he, he's dead, 15 shots, right? And you're going to go to jail for life. Who won? Nobody really won. You dig what I'm saying? Nobody won the game. So that's why I keep telling people, you got to leave the minute shit. You got to sweep the minute shit under the rug, my nigga, because I'm, I'm pretty sure and I'm willing, to, I'm willing to bet on it that chinks didn't do nothing to warrant that. You know what I mean? 
to warrant getting gunned down unless it had a female involved because we know motherfucking men are, are very dangerous when it comes to women they love you know what i mean but not to throw no motherfucking you know conspiracy theories out there or anything but that's just you know what i mean just another note but um today we got the good brothers in here we got low low key in here how you doing low what's up brother how you doing we got Cass in here how you feeling beloved what's good tax how you man we got the good brothers in from henny palooza right they they having a, another Henny Palooza festivity on Saturday, correct? Yes, what sir. date is that? May twenty third. Explain exactly what what Henny Palooza is. Um, it started as a house party in my crib in Harlem. Yeah, almost three years ago now. So it was just me wanting to have time with my niggas to drink Henny, eat chicken, fuck around with some hoes, and have wow. a good time. Like things that we've been doing. Since you know, this nigga, since is, this nigga has explained euphoria with two bars. <laughs> <laughs> Drink henny with my niggas, eat chicken, fuck with smoles. I said that's all you. That's all you Legendary. need. So we did it, and like I, I kind of sent a text out to a couple people, like you know, come through mm-hmm. and you know, bring a guest, or whatever. Just bring bring food or bring henny, and we just like jokingly, I hashtagged it henny palooza in the text message. Mm-hmm. So like low, my, my my man Fox, Kaz, like everybody took it to Twitter and kind of just hashtag Henny Palooza and you know, like it's going down Saturday, like like it was like a real party, but it was mm-hmm. just like us fucking around, like literally like ten or twelve of us just fucking around. And then like I think it was Low who hit me maybe that Friday. It was like, yo, go on go on Twitter and check like the Henny Palooza hashtag. I was like hashtag. I at the time I didn't even know yeah. like what the fuck hashtag like marketing mm-hmm. like you know how to socially market some shit. So when I when I went on the hashtag, it's a bunch of people like, yo, where's this shit at? How much it costs to get in? Like, you know, I'm trying to link. Like, it's fucking lit. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, nigga, it's my house. <laughs> it's like my apartment, you know. So yeah. then, um, when the shit came back around, like I asked my landlord because I, I live in a, I live in a family owned building up in Harlem. So we got like a community room where you do baby showers and shit. Yeah. I was like, yo, can I get the room? You know, I'm, I'm expecting people. He's like, how many people? I'm like, you know, probably like 20, 30 heads gonna come. Through. He's like, yeah, I got you. So the nigga made me rent the community room for like twenty five dollars. He's like, "Yo, the room is yours for the night. Do whatever you want to do with it." So I hit all them, like, "Yo, invite whoever, like, you know, invite, invite whatever girl you want to invite. Just bring yeah. niggas through. We, but you know, same shit. Bring a bottle to bring some chicken. Mm-hmm. So that that was probably that the day before. And then like it just it caught it kind of caught fire with niggas. Like just word of mouth, like, "Yo, we going to this henny house party uptown." Yeah. Then everybody just like linked it, and then like. A couple of the right people in there just went viral, like and like now, what is Henny Palooza? Like it's one of like one of the biggest spoken of events. Yeah, it that um, comes around. It's um, it's it's just crazy. It went it went from that to like we try we we probably are like one of the one or two biggest parties in the city. It's yeah. why like because we we kind of came up in that Twitter era where everything started getting marketed through Twitter. Yeah, and you know Twitter's been our best friend. In that sense, and like helping us get the word out, and like people hearing about it, and definitely spreading out. So like now, where we are with it, um, you know, it's just it's growing. We've been to Toronto, we've been mm-hmm. to DC twice. Um, we're on our way to Bermuda, July fourth. So it's it's a thing now. It's just I had it, a um, not to cut you off, nah, yeah. not to cut you off, but to cut you off. Um, I had a I had a blogger here last last week, Blogzilla. Yeah. And he said that like girls be like. Like having sex for plus ones. <laughs> like, are they doing this for Henny Palooza? They're not fucking me. They ain't, fucking, they ain't fucking me for a plus one. Low, low, are they not fucking you, Low? 
I mean, I fucked at a Henny Palooza, but I, <laughs> I, I, twice, but I've never fucked for a ticket. So you're a you're a legend. Yeah, 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 you I fucked, fucked at a Henny Palooza on my birthday one. The one that's some um, fly shit. Yeah, yeah, I think it's crazy. Where was this at? It was at the well, the last one we had the well before the winter one. Uh, this is this is low key. We talking a low key. He got he has up? um. You heard that new? Yeah. Dot com. Yeah. He has several STDs. What else do you have? Uh, <laughs> a lot of shit. We'll be here all day. <laughs> <laughs> got a lot of issues over here. Low hosts a lot of events. He does yeah. a lot of things. I always see like Low's name everywhere. Like um, always with like Domin- attached to Dominican women uptown for some reason. Yeah. It's... You, do you have a girlfriend? No, nah, no, I don't have a girlfriend. Oh, all right. My last girlfriend was Dominican though. She was Dominican. Yeah. Was she from uptown? Yeah. There's many Dominicans with you. Many third world country women with you. I mean, Love. I gotta expand. I gotta expand. I gotta, you know. What's it? What's it like? What is exactly your part in, in Henny Palooza? Well, I mean, to be exact, you know, like he said, uh, we just we just came together and uh, we had our friends who DJ. You know, shout out to Genius and, and Mech Dot and Austin Mills, wow. and they came through and they was just fucking with shit. They just fucked shit up. So then when the parties got bigger and we got to bigger venues, you know, I just started getting on the mic. You know, I just started hosting the shit. And so it became a point where every time we had one, I was in front of the mic all the time. Mm-hmm. So I got positioned as the official host. Like, he was like, yo, this is what you're going to do. This is your role in this party. Like, everybody got their role. Cam mm-hmm. got his role. Kaz got his role. Fox and, you know, so on and so forth. He was like, you're, you're the host now. Mm-hmm. So now, like, that, it makes me, one, drink less. Two, um, get my promotion skills up. Yeah. And bring more people in. You know, so it's just, it's just honing my hosting skills, which is what I want to do, so... You know, I got to give thanks to Cam for letting me do that. But um, that's pretty much my main role. So your goal is to be a host. Yeah, like personality, mm-hmm. um, TV. I mean, and that helps me. It helps me get out in front of a crowd. And yeah. you know. I bumped in the low at MTV, too. Yeah. A couple weeks ago. Yeah. He was, yeah. He was pretty drunk. Was I? Yeah. Yeah, probably. <laughs> this nigga was at a bar down the street talking yeah, about Yeah, I was at a bar because yeah. I was like kind of early. I got to the city kind of early. So yeah. I'm like, let me get a little drink at the bar. You know what I mean? That's like... I went, it was a bar. I was going to get a little snack. Right. But I'm like, who am I to not get a beverage? You know what I mean? <laughs> who am I to not compliment my liver for the day? Like, how disrespectful would I? So, you know, I dabbled in a in a, in a Hennessy or two. Nah, that was, that was a good day. That was a good day fucking with you up there. a smooth day. Yeah. MTV2, fucking with Charlotte. Shout out to Charlemagne. Charlemagne be plugging a nigga with so much shit y'all don't even know, man. Listen. He be plugging me with so much shit that I might snuff him one day and don't know why. Because I'm bugged out like that. Like, I might just snuff a nigga to be doing shit for me. You know what I mean? So, just to test his skills out to make sure that he prepared for battle in the, in the, in the, in the streets. You know, you know, Mob Deep said there was a war going on outside no man is safe from. So, I'm just taking heed to all of those. You know what I mean? <laughs> nah, big shout to Charlamagne. He shout brought me in on that shit, too, yeah. Charlamagne, good dude, man. Good nigga right there. But yeah, Saturday, May 23rd, Brooklyn. Yo, Henny Palooza is fucking lit. Yeah. Like, give me a plus, give me like a plus 17. I'll come with 14 girls. There it is. I'll come with 14 girls mm-hmm. and um, three photographers. You know what I mean? I don't know what gender they will be. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know I mean, nah, I'm not missing this shit because I missed the last one. And I keep shit, on trying man. to tell you, I'm yeah. like, yo, come fuck with us. And every I time you get out of town one. and not just doing some fucking roof shit, I know, man. man. Funny story. I was selling so much drugs, like it was just, I was busy. <laughs> At the last shit, Manolo came, the one in um, the one in December. Oh, yeah, Manolo yeah. came, and so I I knew you through seeing like the tweets of you like retweeting his music and shit. So <laughs> nigga, what was up? Like, yo, we got Manolo Rose outside. So I was like, oh, you tax. And he was like, nah, tax not here, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
you know, because I was like, I ain't gonna let him up. We gonna let him in. I was like, so you tax? I always do shit like that. I facilitate shit, but yeah. I'll never be there. Yeah, because when he told me about yeah. it, he was like, yo, we should, we gotta get him a Benny Blues. I'm like, all right, perfect. He was like, but I'm not gonna be there. So I'm like, so <laughs> how's this? How the fuck this shit gonna work? He was like, man, just don't worry about it. Just make sure he good. I'm like, all right, like this, Word. this easy. Yeah, niggas took yeah. care of him and like the 18 niggas he brought with him. Yeah, right. That's, that's a fact. Mano- Manolo Rose <laughs> might have the biggest entourage in hip hop since Wu Tang had the stage. We went to Texas. We went to Texas, and so many dudes arrived to the like. We had like a big mansion. We rented out there. We it was so much dudes that arrived. I was like, I couldn't even believe because. I've always been around rappers, and, yeah. I, and you know, it always be only five people, uh, maybe four that could afford, could afford to come from the entourage. Yeah. And this motherfucker had 23 niggas. I'm <laughs> like, Manolo Rose is bringing 94 back for real. <laughs> Every time I see him on his videos or his behind the scenes shit, it's just a nothing but a flock of niggas. Yeah, it, give, it gives off, like, just being around him, like, performing, it gives off the, a different type of energy, yeah. like, when you mm-hmm. do that shit, and yeah. it, it makes other people want to be a part of it, mm-hmm. you know right. what I mean? Right. It's like, a, like you seen Kanye do the shit on, on stage where he had the 100 people on stage, yeah. like, the you know shit. what I mean? Like, one of, his, one of his dudes that direct his shit be around us, yeah. you know what I mean? So, we know that wasn't far-fetched nah, he, he, from. <laughs> he tore that shit down though yeah he tore it down so like it gives off that type of energy and shit like who who like the, the dudes y'all feeling right now like as far as in New York City hip hop I like um what's old boy's name Wayne's man uh, Dave East that's my yeah, name I, I just was listening Dave to some Dave East last night because see I've been fucking with Dave East for a little while because Dave East is a dirty Harlem nigga mm-hmm. and like <laughs> I relate to dirty niggas cause I'm a dirty nigga so I like always feel like I'm related to them niggas like somehow some way like through an aunt through a through a fiend aunt or some shit yeah. that was cool with his aunt and, and day top 10 years ago you know what I mean <laughs> it's so deep so like I, I, you know what I mean I heard a couple joints or whatever I was like nah Davies is good and then I think I found some of his old music yeah. like real old and it wasn't that good to me so I was like uh, I don't know you know what I mean yeah. so then I went uh, the other day I went back and started listening to some new Davies and I said this motherfucker is good yeah. you know, he got you know the, what yeah, I mean nah, yeah, nah, yeah. He, got, he got Nas there yo that boy good I didn't even know he just he did um, my man my man Push Montana who calls up Rob White now mm. he, he did a um um, a freestyle and once again it's on mm. I didn't even know Dave East did it I heard Dave East version the other day and I'm like when I heard Dave East on it Dave East really kinda sounded like fucking Nas yeah. on that shit yeah. like it was like and I don't think it was purposely either like right. you could tell when somebody's trying to force certain shit you know what I mean it just was that flow like but you can tell that's a blueprint that he's followed you know being yeah, a rapper being coming right. up so like it's not it's like almost paying homage so it's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with it but you could tell where where that that lineage comes from with, mm-hmm. with his lyrics, and that's, and that's dope. I like I like him. I like him. I like um Tim vocals. Tim vocals. Yeah. Yeah. I've been trying to get in touch with yo Tim vocals. Holler at me, um Stony. Um, yeah. I like Tim vocals a lot. Trey Pizzy, I like. Holler at me. Yeah. Trey Pizzy. Trey Pizzy. Trey Pizzy got a fucking record, man. Like Trey Pizzy, just let this shit go. Mm-hmm. Like Trey Pizzy might have the biggest record in New York City in years. He came to Roy's party, didn't he? Yeah. He like he tough. might have the that's biggest like. And it's just Manolo, like, on the hook and ad-libs. And it's like, Trey Pizzy, I don't know how he did it. or did, I don't even think he meant to do it. Mm. And I don't even think he know it's that hard. Mm. But the record is, like, New York City, like, vintage, like, heat. Like, y'all got to hear this shit. I'm, a, I'm a actually yeah, going to send that shit to y'all so y'all can hear Because I just really want niggas' opinion on this record. Because I really, when I heard this shit, I said, what the fuck? What's holding him from not putting it out? I don't know. 
I don't know. I didn't really speak to him about it. I seen him at a video shoot like two weeks ago, and I was like, yo, Trey Pizzi, yo, that record is it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I guess he probably putting this project together right now or whatever, but... Yeah, that's a. Let me ask y'all a question. How y'all, How did y'all feel about when y'all heard the heard the news about Chink's drugs? I mean, it's unfortunate because you know that's a guy that like you were talking about. He's finally starting to get some under his wings. You know, mm-hmm. people co-signing him. And it was a big move with Jay last night shouting him out at the title at the the B side show. Yeah, and you know just for the fact that I mean we don't know why we don't know why he was killed, but unfortunately then you know, his time was cut short. But like you said, the shit's got to stop. You know, like niggas is yeah. killing, they killing each other for no yeah. reason. Like nobody wins off of it. No, nah, it comes. To, I feel like I mean, it come, the thoughts come from poverty, right. man. It comes. It comes from being poverty stricken. It comes from people not wanting to see other people around them win. But it also comes from being a, from the people that's around winning, trying to be around the losers. Right. Mm. You understand? Right. Like you can't, you can't be Jordan and hang with Harold Miner in the ball. So you feel like he shouldn't be at home, or he shouldn't be back in his hood. I feel no rapper should be back in their hood. I hang with Mano. That's one of my, my comrades. And, um, um, Mano is always in the hood. Yeah. Right. Always. Like, I, I'll get a call from anywhere. Like, I just recently got a call. Oh, Mano in the hospital with um this chick, like, in the bathroom in the hospital. Yeah. Like, I ain't even mean to blow you up, but anyway. But, <laughs> you know what I mean? But what I'm saying is that, like, he he's one of the rappers that I know that's, like, always in the hood. And it's like. It's not good because I'm not saying anything can happen to you anywhere, but it's more liable to happen in the hood because it's so much people that's going through turmoil in their life. They don't know where the next piece of light is coming from in their life because they live under the shade that if they see a motherfucker shining, they want to blind him. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? They don't want nobody else to shine. They don't want to see nobody else to shine. That's just the, that's just how it goes when you're around people that don't have. And I keep, it's a quote that I always say. I say, don't stop drinking champagne in front of beer sippers. sippers. Like you can't do that. And that, that, that ideology comes from a a moment that happened in my life in a club. We was in a, in club rain one night. It was a night that wasn't popping. Club Rain is a club in Brooklyn that we used to all party at a couple years ago. And it was pop it wasn't popping in there that night. It was calm. But me and my men still bought bottles. And it was like ten niggas in there all yeah. drinking Heineken's and Coronas. And they was pissed off. Like to the point they started talking to us like, oh, y'all think y'all all that cause y'all bought champagne. And it was yeah. like we were sitting there, and I'm sitting there in a the moment like Damn, y'all, I don't want to stab these motherfuckers. You know what I mean? However right. many times I'm going to stab them. Mm. So I'm trying to avoid the situation. And I'm like, yo, man, chill. Like, I don't want no problems. You know what I mean? And they was, like, so adamant and pissed off because the women, I guess, was, like, flocking towards us now. Right. And it just, that that day right there woke me up to, like, yo, you really can't drink champagne around beer sippers. Right. And it's just the ideology for life entirely. You know what I mean? You can't shine around people that's not shining. You can't do it for too long without trying to assist them to help them shine or right. something because they're going to try to take your shine away from you. They'd rather see you dead than to do better than them. So, like, with that ideology, do you think Meek is, is, is in trouble? Because he does that a lot, but he also... I also think Meek is growing up. I'm watching yeah. Meek. I'm watching Meek's quotes and like tweets and certain things, yeah. and I feel like I feel like his little stint in jail might have just changed his whole perception on what the hood is. Cause I was one of the people that always said. I remember one day I said on Twitter like, "Yo, Meek should read more books. He would be nicer." And one of his mans, I don't know which one, O'Malley or one of them, wrote me and was like, "Yo, who fuck you talking to?" Like was arguing with me, and I'm like, "Nigga, I'm tough. I don't know who you talking to. Yeah. You cut in New York, whatever. You know what I mean?" But at the same time, I was never trying to disrespect Meek. What I was trying to say was I felt like Meek was a great rapper, but if he read more books, his vocabulary would be right. more vast. So it would open up him being as good as he is, you right. know what I mean, for for the skill that he got. So 
I say now, I'm watching the shit that he's saying, and he says, I'm not going back to the hood. Right. You know what I mean? And they kill Snoop there. They kill this person there. And it's like, I'm glad Meek see it. Yeah. Because it's like, the youth don't see it at all. Mm. They still want to be the person that got killed. They want to be the person that shined for two years then got murdered. It's like, why would you want a two-year run right. and get killed? That's the, that's the recipe to that. that that's the glory. They just want to be, all they want to do is, but this, it comes back to us being poor. I keep right. telling people, just because you could pay your cable bill, you could pay your gas and whatever the fuck else, that don't mean you're not poor. Right. People, people, I say poor, I be telling people I'm poor and they're like, you're not poor. I'm like, yes, the fuck I am. Mm. Don't tell me I'm not poor. Right. I'm poor. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And you poor too, motherfucker. Yeah, we all are. Trust me. Yeah, know you know what I mean? Like we, could, like, we could be greater. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. We could always be greater. And I feel like the people in the hood, they feel so comfortable with just owning the minute things that, that, that you're supposed to, the minimal things. You know what I mean? Like, but it's like sometimes like that's the ceiling that they have. That's the only ceiling that they have, and it's fucked up. And that's, to, that's what we got to remove yeah. from the youth. And that's why I said Meek got the key to shift the game, to shift the whole paradigm. Like he could, Meek could do... So much if because the, the kids they want to shine like Meek, they want to be on jets like Meek, they want to be a dream chaser, they want to get fly, they want to have the baddest rap chick in the game. If he told them, yo, listen, it's corny to be fucking killing niggas because they have a chain. Right. All he does is have a chain. That's the fucked up part. The motherfucker don't even be that far ahead of you. Right. You sitting here comparing yourself to somebody and they not even that far ahead of you. All he got is a watch and this. His mother is still in the projects in 4D. Right. So it's like, how much did he progress in life? He didn't go nowhere. Right. Mm. Well, he bought an item, and the, the 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 thing in the hood is that people look at items and they and they and they and it creates the perception of wealth. They start right. saying, "Oh yeah, he got this, he got that, it's he an got accomplishment. this." Yeah. And then you find out when he died, his mother is going around the hood. You know what I mean? Um, asking for donations like, and shit, right. and putting up motherfucking um um what, what, house and what's the, shit, what's the shit on the internet now? The um GoFundMe GoFundMe oh, accounts. Yeah. For, for the funeral, you I mean, understand what I'm saying? That's when you find out. You'd be like, oh, shit, this nigga didn't have that much money in that right. Bentley. That's you understand? Fact, so if late. you want to grow up and be the nigga in the Bentley that was still broke when he died, that didn't leave nothing for his family, you a fucking clown. You a clown. And this is why I keep telling niggas, like, gangbanging is whack. You understand me? I was a gangbanger from 1997 or 98 or some shit. You understand mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I was a gangbanger, and I gangbanged for years, and they had to, I had to go through certain things to realize how dumb the shit was, because I didn't know why I was doing certain shit. I was like, yo, why exactly did I go up to South Shore High School and do this to these Crips? You understand what I'm right. saying? Did you feel like you had to at first? No. You know what it was? I was, I was completely ignorant, you know what I mean, yeah. at, at that time in my life, like... I didn't like certain people, and they turned crips, so I turned blood. Right. Because I ain't like them. So it wasn't a family thing? Like, you didn't grow up into it? It was something that you Nah, just... it was none of that shit. None of that elaborate stories niggas be making up. Oh, my mother was blood, my pops. Yeah. You know, your, blood, your pops wasn't blood. Your pops was a crackhead. That's what your pops was. Right. Your mother was a hoe. Nobody was blood in your family. We from New York City. You're not from L.A. Nobody, it was not no generational things. Right. You know what I mean? So all the stories the niggas is making up now, maybe it's some kids that can yeah, say yeah. their mother was just blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I know a chick who mom's blood and her, her son's a rap out there right now. So it's like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. So now maybe yeah in New right. York City, but you know, before not not nobody my age could say no shit like, oh my pops is blood and all them little fake stories niggas make up. Right. I was always tough, so I never made them stories up. Right. I didn't give a fuck. Mm -hmm. Niggas used to ask you like back in the days, they asked you why you was blood, you had to give some 
some revolutionary answer. Like, yeah, you know me because I was, you know, because our forefathers and the Black Panthers and, and what, um, you know, T. Rogers went through and all this shit. And I was never saying none of that shit because I was like, nigga, I don't know what the fuck none of that shit even mean. Right. Mm-hmm. So I was sitting there like, well, I did that shit because I ain't like the mother niggas. That's that why it. I was blood. You know what I mean? And I feel like a lot of kids join gangs because the lack of parenting, right. because they it's socially acceptable too. In a, in, a, in a weird kind of way. Yeah, it became it became some corny shit. Like when like Jim Jones and them started like yeah. um advertising being blood, it became a fashionable right. thing. Now it was like cool to be blood. It was dangerous to be blood. I was blood when it was times where you, I would wear a red flag and seven people would cross the street. Right. It was power in wearing a red flag before. Now you wear a red flag, who knows? You might suck dick. It's a fashion. You know what I mean? <laughs> so they just like, that shit into their ripped jeans as fashion. Yeah, yeah. Now it's some fashion <laughs> shit. So things have changed, but yeah, man. We man, it's this tax season. We still here with um low key and Kaz from Henny Palooza, the the good brothers that um provided a motherfucking sanctuary mm-hmm. for people to drink Hennessy right. and harmony mm-hmm. and euphoria and peace and, and deal with young women who breath stink after six shots of Henny <laughs> because six shots you got to respect that after yeah. six shots the Henny start getting real on a bitch breath yeah. so we just want people to come out and have a good fucking time like we don't want to we're not trying to you know take anything away from whatever niggas is. where is it at this week uh the well it's the same a, place same uh the well in um, Brooklyn in Williamsburg Brooklyn yeah yeah. All right, Williamsburg, Brooklyn. Make sure y'all attend that shit. If you're not able to get inside, just wait outside for me. We probably go to a hotel or something, perhaps. <laughs> perhaps. Depends on how I'm feeling. It's Haitian Flag Day also. I want to shout out all the Haitian women with all that good pussy y'all been slinging around Best all these years. The and I'm so sad that I, I didn't know and I found out so late in my life that y'all was holding that because, you know, Haitians had like this this thing with them back in the days like it wasn't cool to be Haitian like it was like oh you're Haitian like it was like dirty and you yeah. was afraid to be around them and it was cab drivers like hey I don't know Haiti had cabs on lock in Brooklyn <laughs> like in the 90s like <laughs> Haiti and Africans and then the Arabs slowly took it over and ISIS and them niggas but um <laughs> I say that to say this like crazy. um it, it, the, 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 the Haitian women God bless y'all seriously Seriously. What's better, Haitian or Dominican pussy? I'm going to say Haitian. I think Dominican is overrated. I think them bitches take a lot of good pictures. Haitian pussy is much better than Dominican pussy. Yeah. Matter of fact, no. It's lovable. I fucked one Haitian chick. um, I don't know if she's Haitian, but I fucked one chick, um, I think, at at your crib. (laughs) It was like the first (laughs) one. This nigga low-key is a whore. This is the first one. The first first one. Yeah, first one he pulls it. She has some good pussy. Who is her? What's her at name? Can't do that. Because, you know, I got to, you know... For, for for research purposes, <laughs> you know what I mean. Not I can't I can't I can't give it up. Oh shit, her, she, her pussy was good. Though. Oh that bitch. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. Oh, Henny Henny Palooza fellas are pimps. You know we had a girl on here last week <laughs> that said someone from Henny Palooza took her on a date. Yeah. Uh-huh. and asked her to split the bill or pay for the bill, so something of that nature. Yeah. Is it any one of you niggas? It's not me. Nah, it's not. <laughs> if I ain't got it, I ain't going. So how many people are involved in Henny Palooza so we can narrow this down? <laughs> <laughs> it's a, like you said, it's a large team. Yeah. So mm. It's a large team. Now the team is large. <laughs> <laughs> Started. <laughs> now the team is large. large team, yeah. it's, a big, it's a big group. Now it's 37 niggas. It's a growing group. Yeah. It's, it's a, a growing group. It's a big, it's a big group. Bro. It's a growing group. So Henny Palooza is a very large group. Very large group. A growing entity. <laughs> diverse. Quotation marks. <laughs> a diverse. Diverse group Expanding of small business. Expanding yeah. small business. 
and and things of that nature. So we can't really narrow down. It, we'd be all, we'd be here all day, fella. all day. Yeah, who was the cheap dude out. on a date? I think the cheap dude on a date should just come out because I know personally, I didn't want to express this to Chloe at the time because she was glowing in the room. Mm-hmm. But I was like, you know what I mean? Usually if I was to ever express that to a female, would mean she was whack. Yeah. You know what I mean? So maybe he felt like Chloe was whack. We gotta find. We gotta find out. We gotta find out who it is and what happened on that day. It's two sides. You gotta get them both in the same room at the same time. We have to get. We have to get to the bottom of this. We gotta hear both sides. Three sides. Everything. Penny Palooza is 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 a company like Nabisco. I'm when telling you, baby, we, we have fun. We just want to have fun. We don't want no problems with nobody. We just want to have I only fun. ever heard good, great stories about Henny Palooza. There's always, you know, good vibes and yeah. things of that nature. I hope y'all can introduce me to all the ladies that have, the, all the Haitian ladies that have. Tax, you're going to have to start introducing us to, to, to ladies and shit. I will. I say, every I'll girl I follow, follow the show. I'll do that. So, but all the, all the girls that I know, they want, this is what they want. This is what the girls want. Mm. They want to go to Dubai. Mm-hmm. Right? As soon as, as soon as they get to Dubai, they want to take 17 pictures. Right. Right? They want to post them up in one hour. You understand? <laughs> as soon as they get back they to the Wi-Fi? They want to post 23 more the next hour. <laughs> you understand? <laughs> After that, they want to tweet a couple times. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Whenever they get some Wi-Fi, they're going to act up. <laughs> um, When they get back, when they get back, this is what's going to happen. Uh-huh. They will be respectful to you. Depends on how the trip went. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Then they're going to want a Chanel bag. And this is all before you get the pussy. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> Is this like personal experience, one nigga? Like, is this, nah, nah, that was nah. a detailed description. Nah, I never went through none of that. This is things that, I, that when I introduce people, I think that this is how the woman perceived the men that I introduced them to. Okay. Yeah. So it's always like this series of unfortunate events that these dudes go through. Oh, and okay. I'd be like, damn, my nigga, you had to do all that for the pussy? Like, lot. damn, we watch fucking loving, loving, loving hip hop and, and, and drink. On. Right. And drank two motherfucking um, mango readers. It's over. And and it was and it was lit. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> we we, we going to talk. We going to talk to our business. God bless all the real yeah. bitches. God bless all the real bitches. <laughs> yo, listen. Yo, shout out to everybody that's been um rating me on tax. I seen y'all started going to rate me again. I see my ratings move up. Make sure y'all go rate me on iTunes on the podcast app. And if you don't rate me, fuck you, motherfucker. But um, it's a good show. Yeah, yeah, it's a good show, and y'all should you should love it, and you should introduce your family to it, and also introduce your kids to it. Don't look at the curses as no way. Curses is just a form of expression. I see a lot of people like, oh, the profanity, the profanity. Listen, if you're that intelligent, you can't look past curses. You're not that intelligent. Right. You understand what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. So you know what I mean. Stop acting like curses are stopping you from from listening to the powerful word <laughs> of the season. <laughs> <laughs> I can sit in here all day with this nigga, man. Yo, sure. shout out to Chris Morrow, man. Chris Morrow told me the other day, he said, listen, Tax, it's no entourages and podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> it's no slapping and podcasting. It's mad rules. I need Chris Morrow to give me the rule book on podcasting because I don't know, man. Like, I'm still stuck in the realm, man. I, I'm one foot in, one foot out. I smell like nah, two cracks. We had the conversation at um, MTV talking about you ain't going to be BB with no podcasters and no blogs. Yeah, I ain't with none shit. of that dumb shit. Like, niggas is bugging. Like, I'm, I'm all here for positivity i want to i want to put young kids on right. i want to get them deals get them out the hood find them a way to create you 
know what I mean, revenue posit- positively, you know what I mean, illegally, right. and, and get their money. I ain't trying to beef with no other podcast. Other podcast dudes are trying to create fake podcast beef. Now, I'm not doing What, what the fuck is a podcast beef? What it's, is that? It's because you're doing numbers. I don't know what that is. I'm trying to live, my nigga. Fuck you talking about podcast beef. That's a, num- that's a numbers it's beef. It's only because you're doing numbers. Yeah, that's numbers. Yeah, that's they a, wouldn't give a fuck about you. If you that's what I started thinking. I'm like, damn, I got to be doing something yeah. for motherfuckers to be feeling that way, like. It ain't even that deep. The only person I got beef with that has a podcast is Joe Button. You understand? Why you got beef with Joe? And, and it's not podcast beef. It's just beef. Like, you know what I mean? When I see Joe Button, I'm going to fly his fucking hairline back. He called me a dick the other day on Twitter. I don't play dick games. So we could be cool after, but I'm going to snuff the nigga. You know what I mean? So he just hold it, hold it down. Don't don't fight me back, and we good. Thank you. you know I mean? Shout out to shout out to Joe Button, yo. He he always taking care of these women from the third world countries. Yo. He should work for he should work for United Nations. His his contributions to to the Dominican community, all of, like you know, he took Kalen. Kalen went right out the pool, straight into a motherfucking twerk franchise. You understand, motherfucking um. Tahiri is um doing the, the red carpet. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Hosting the red carpet, man. Joe Button dick is profitable. You bitches go out there, go get some of Joe Button dope dick. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know you, you know he still got some dope in his dick from, from a couple years ago. <laughs> go get some of that dope dick and and, and get yourself a, a job, and, and a fucking uh, a twerk franchise or something. Shout out to Kellen Garcia and um um sister Tahiri. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, every time this nigga texts me, he'd be like, what's up, brother, now? I'm like, hey, get off my phone, nigga. Blessings, brother, now. I'm like, yo, this nigga Listen, is stupid. The reason, the reason I approach people so humbly and gracefully is because I always tell people, if you approach somebody and you're real humble about it and, you know, you're just approaching them respectfully, it's no way they could give you negativity right. back. If they give you negativity back, they were wanting to give you negativity the whole time. Right. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So that's why when I see dudes, I be like, yo, how you doing, beloved? How's the family? God bless. You know what I mean? And I check up on them because right. some niggas be needing that checkup. They be wanting to express themselves and don't even know it. Right. I asked the motherfucker, how's the family the other day? He went off. And I didn't know. Yeah. I said, holy shit. Yeah, yeah. Because so much people give me a short response to it. Like, yeah, they good. This dude went off. He was like, yo, you know what? My wife. And I was like, damn, he yeah. really needed somebody to talk to. So I might have helped that nigga that day. Who knows? He could have jumped in front of the Ford train. Yo, let me ask you. What's, what's your, is there a real issue between you and Ebro? Nah, I don't got no issues with Ebro. Ebro you know, Ebro, Ebro like 6'5", and he light-skinned. So, like, they, like, naturally <laughs> pussy. <laughs> Yeah, they like naturally pussy. So like they 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 feel like they gotta get aggressive with any dark skinned nigga. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. they be like, you you black motherfucker. Like it's like this shit in the black community. For all my white listeners, if you don't know, it's this thing that's been going on with us for centuries between dark skinned and light skinned people. And it's like the light skinned people that were tainted by 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 um slave master dick. They um. The, they lack of melanin. They they feel they feel you know they feel inferior. Like they don't they don't, they feel like they you know they feel like they just not they not capable of of battling. You know what I mean? A dark skinned man. Yeah. So it's like this this thing that they got to keep up. So that's what Ebro thing is with me. You know what I mean? He just feels like yo this little dark skinned dude is too aggressive. So I gotta throw my my height and weight around. So like that's why he be writing me. He be like yeah the little black motherfucker. <laughs> he talking about me and Charlemagne. <laughs> You know what I mean? He be talking every about me morning with y'all niggas, yo. Yeah, every he fucking kind morning. Of and he, he really be coming at me now because cause I'm so cool with Charlemagne and shit because him and Charlemagne don't like each other. But listen, I don't got no beef with Ebro. You understand yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't got no beef with Ebro. If Charlemagne tell me to snuff you, that's a different story. I might knock you out. But 
I don't got no beef with Ebro otherwise. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I don't got no beef with you. And Charlamagne don't really got no beef with you. That shit ain't no beef. Like, this shit is radio shit. This shit is shit that people try to, like, create in yeah. order to create disputes. I'm not with that. I've been in real drama. You understand right. me? Mm. Niggas done had to move. You understand what I'm saying? Orders of protection have been made. Like, it's not no... I don't play around like that. Like, it's beef with, like, Ebro. Like, I don't see Ebro and it's gonna be guns blazing. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, or, or Rosenberg. Like, I don't got no hate for Rosenberg. Like, I might see Rosenberg and fuck him up unless he asked to get fucked up. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I'm not that type of person. I don't I don't warrant that type of behavior for people who don't warrant it. So, me and Ebro, it's just like, you know what I mean? It's I just, I just smoked the Ebro the other morning. You know what I mean? Like he, it ain't that type of party. Hot ninety seven is cool, I guess. If y'all can see, his face. <laughs> if y'all can see the fucking look he gave me when this nigga tax man. Yeah, shout out to Marissa Mendez. <laughs> Marissa, the stick is crazy. Oh shit! Y'all retarded. What's my other baby on the morning show? Who um. Laura, Laura, Laura Styles. I love Laura Styles, man. I know, Fuck I love Laura. Laura. And Diani, Scotty, Scotty Bean. Yeah, Scotty Bean. Oh, that dark skin girl, right? Yeah, good yeah. skin. <laughs> Many good skins with you, Scotty. <laughs> She's gorgeous. <laughs> like, you know I love skin. You know I love skin. If I sniff you, you better not press charges. I'm not with that shit. Got a family. <laughs> Nah, so let me ask y'all a question on that. What do you, how do you feel about the 105 and Hot 97 disputes within New York City? I mean, it's 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 interesting. It's entertaining. Like, and I get it. It's like it's ratings. Like, I don't think none of that shit is personal. I don't think niggas is like you just said. I don't think niggas gonna snuff each other when they see each other. Mm-hmm. You know, some people, some of the personalities may have you know ill feelings towards you know some of the other ones, but I don't think as a whole, I don't think it's drama. Flex. You know I mean, I don't, hmm? huh? Flex. Oh well, yeah, flex. Well. Um, what about flex? You want? Nah, just you. Just, I like same shit as you saying. I don't think it's like real beef between none of them. I think it's just all for ratings and the drum shit up. But I think there are people that genuinely don't like flex. Yeah, yeah. Flex, flex, flex. High is people to get it. People I've heard all the time. No, yeah, I didn't hear that. I've heard. I've heard flex sent people to punch people and try to do things to people. Yeah, that's gangster. I fuck funk flex up. Like I fuck that nigga up. I fuck any radio niggas up, actually, to be honest. Like, I wish one of you niggas would. I wish you would play any game like that outside of radio. I didn't know, right. I didn't know you did you know that shit. Mean? Yeah, I've heard, I've heard yeah. things like that. It's true. Mm-hmm. I know it ain't a lie. Yeah. You know? but I don't think the current state of it, I don't think it's that deep. I yeah, think that I don't was think niggas should play games like that because, like, Flex is a staple within New York City. You know what I mean? And his, right. his whole brand is a whole dealing with Hot 97. He's a staple. Like, And I feel like some of these dudes don't have to take certain measures, but I feel like... They, they, they get nervous, you know what I mean, when, when competition arrives. Right. I'm not one of them people. I don't care about competition. You know why? Because I'm not thinking about you anyway. I'm, right. I'm not checking none of your shit. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? I'm only thinking about me. And I think that's where people get it fucked up at. You're not playing basketball. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Like, yeah, uh, you know, of course your bosses is going to tell you Yo, mm-hmm. your ratings mm-hmm. is low. You got to get your ratings up and yeah. certain shit like that. So you feel like you got to go above and beyond. But it's like niggas is so dumb. That motherfuckers, motherfuckers paid, motherfuckers paid somebody to go punch Charlemagne, right? Another, another radio host. Like, what was that gonna do within hip hop? Like, mm-hmm. how was that gonna hurt 105 ratings? Did you, you know what I mean? I'm saying, like, when you do things like that, you do it for a purpose. Like, maybe right. that would tarnish a rapper's, you know what I mean? Um, like they credibility, they credibility. Right. But yeah. like a radio personality, what is that gonna do to them? Send, send a nigga at me. You understand? You send a nigga at me, and then maybe you might get some credibility if he wins. If right. he wins. If. If it's thick. 
He's just going to get then, snuffed and be on the radio the next morning. Yeah, because Lord knows what happened to that it's nigga good. who snuffed me. But you know what I mean? But that's what I'm saying. Like, that, I don't respect industry issues or industry beefs. Like, you could have disputes with, you know, somebody that's in your craft and right. shit like that. You might not dislike them or whatever the fuck might be, right. but I'm not going to have beefs with you. Like, I'm trying to stop you from getting money because th that's when it's the streets again. Right. Well, yeah, when you yeah. try to stop somebody from getting money, then it becomes a different issue. Yeah. Like, you can hate on somebody's blog or you can hate somebody's podcast or whatever, but... When a nigga like is, you know, it's any hater bloggers out there that been hating on your shit. You know any hater bloggers? <laughs> Name them. It's a few. I, nah, I mean, what, see I the, see them express themselves. I read between the lines the and thing, I watch these dudes. The thing about that, like, I've been doing this since what? Since two thousand six, two thousand seven. So it's a lot of. I've seen a lot of shit. I've heard a lot of shit. Mm -hmm. um, so like at this point, two thousand fifteen, it it rolls off my back. But before, yeah, a lot of niggas would say slick shit. Niggas mm -hmm. didn't like me. Niggas didn't like what I post. Or I got songs before niggas were. Whatever the case may be. But now it's just like, it's bigger than that. Like, if I could start going back and forth with niggas, like, brands look at that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, venues look at that. Then he's like, oh, he's bringing that different, he's bringing a different kind of energy. Yeah. So I'm not trying to be like, be safe, but it's like, it makes no sense for me to get involved in shit like that. Yeah. Unless a nigga like, steps to me when I'm out, and that never happens. Mm -hmm. And I'm not trying to proclaim that I'm tough or anything, but yeah. I just don't have, I don't, there's no point. Yeah. There's no reason. It's a waste of energy, it's a waste of money, and it's a waste of fucking business. I can't do that shit. I see a lot of niggas talking slick about other niggas, yeah. but Twitter gives people that that fucking voice where it's, it's not necessary. Because you're not going to say that shit to the nigga when he's out at the, the Jay-Z concert or out at a party. Yeah. You're going to walk by him. You're that, gonna... that, that's, that's another point I wanted to make. Like, you know, it's cool and all that. I don't care where I see a motherfucker to play with me. You understand? I mm. see you If I see you in Beyonce dressing room, yeah. I'm going to smack the shit out you. You understand what I'm saying? And I just need that to be clear. Like, yeah. don't play with me. And I just want the other people to know the, the little, the little, the little corny ass like podcast beef and shit like that. I don't play like that. I don't want no beef with you. I'm telling you that. I don't mm. want no beef with you. So, if you proceed, what I do now is only protecting myself. You right. understand mm. me? And I need you to understand that. I don't care about laws. I care about the law in my brain. Those are the laws I run by. You understand? So, the only laws I will be breaking if I don't bust your head is my own. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> not, the not, laws itself? Not, 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 not New York State. Nah, like, all you gotta do is unfollow a nigga. That's, yeah. that's it. Like, it's never, it should be never that beat, like, that, that beat for, 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 Yo, for drama. Yo, I be saying shit. I joke a lot. You know what I mean? I, I know I might rub a lot of people wrong because I say shit, but like, most of the time it be a joke. Yeah. And, and I know some people <clears> take it serious, and I don't give a fuck <clears> because <throat> I don't, I don't care. If you wanna take something serious that, cause I'll, I'll tell you. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not so tough to where I can't tell you like, yo, my nigga, it wasn't like that. Yeah. But I'm tough enough to tell you if you do feel a ways, we can go. Mm. You understand? But it wasn't like that. You know right. what I mean? And I tried to explain that to that. What's the dude name? That rapper nigga, OG Mako. I told him mm -hmm. that. And I said, listen, niggas don't want no beef with you. Y'all creating an issue. You know what I mean? For no reason. Like we could love an issue if you want to. Yeah. But we don't want one. So if you proceed on, remember, you did this because we going to go all the way. You know what I mean? I don't want no problems with nobody, man. Motherfuckers out here trying to feed their family, mm -hmm. feed their kids. I don't want no fucking Internet beef, podcast beef, because I'm telling you, I'm going to knock your wife out. I'm not going to I'm not going to touch your niggas. I'm going to see your wife. I'm going to knock that bitch out because the, the reason I'm going to do that is because I'm into a new business. I want to fuck up homes because... <laughs> 
If you fuck up my peace of mind, I'm in a, I'm in a point where I'm in, I'm just in full tranquility and I just feel so peaceful and calm yeah. that I don't want no issues. And I feel like if you're trying to disturb that, that you you trying to send me to jail or some shit, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I just can't have that energy. So therefore, if you do that to me, I'm gonna fuck up your home. You know what I mean? If I see you with your girl, I'm gonna knock your girl out. You know what I mean? Taxis and shit. <laughs> God bless you, man. God bless. <laughs> Henny Palooza in the building. We on the Henny. These motherfuckers Straight. got me talking about knocking niggas' lives out. God bless you, they brother. They ain't shit. We just listening. These motherfuckers. <laughs> like, like, yo, this is shit. We just listen. We just want to have listening. fun. We the good brothers, man. We don't want no problems. Yo, can but... y'all tell a Henny people to send me some Henny up here? I'm they don't send us Henny. Shit. What's wrong with y'all, Hennessy? They don't send us nothing. We got to get your shit sponsored. They got to start Who sending us Who I got to holler at? Who at Hennessy? Who's over there got to talk to Cisco. I ate a pussy yeah. at Hennessy before. I mm. ate a pussy at Hennessy. At Hennessy? At Hennessy or you She ate... worked at Hennessy. Mm. Oh, you ate a Hennessy pussy. Yeah, I ate oh, a Hennessy okay. pussy. Well, not like she was drunk off Hennessy pussy. Uh, bitch that worked for Hennessy. She worked for Hennessy. <laughs> so you got to get your kickback then. Yeah. yeah, I'm wondering. I'm like, I don't know. I, I beat you should have some cases up here. Yeah. yeah, I beat twice. I don't know. Like, was I whack? Like, <laughs> Shit. Email me if so. It's a hard <laughs> Press one if I was whack. Press two if I was whack. Yeah, what the fuck? I don't know, B. Damn, tax. Yeah, it happens. Yeah. It happens to the best of us, don't Everybody it? have a bad game. You ain't, you ain't never had a whack night? Everybody nah, I did. I, yeah, I've had a whack You never had a whack night? Yeah. I know. I, yeah. hmm? I had a night where I had too much Hennessy. My dick wouldn't even comply <laughs> with my request. <laughs> I've never had one of those nights. Yeah. I've had where I fell asleep. And didn't finish the oh, job. Oh, I fell asleep many times. Yeah, yeah. drunk over Hennessy. Yeah, many times. And I've definitely fallen asleep if I tell you second round. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then my second round usually come right after the first. I won't even stop. <laughs> if I tell you, if I be like, nah, I got you right now. <laughs> it's over. It's over now. Move over. Nigga, you a sandwich and a nap after that. It's over. Yeah. Sandwich? Nigga, I'm oh, out. I'm, say, I'm not even so getting I'm no eat food. the pillow. It's done. <laughs> I usually got to wake up in the morning. But I will wake up five in the morning yeah. and eat that ass. Yeah, nah. that's it. Yeah, that's the same that's shit. That's a fact. Like, I got you. Later. Yeah, Jenny Aoki. What the fuck is her name to Eat her booty like groceries. What oh, booty Jenny Aoki. Like? That little ass butt. I've, I eat her. That little butt. Yeah, eat, that little butt. I eat that ass. I ain't eating her ass. I eat her pussy. I ain't eat your ass, though, because there ain't no groceries. Like, I need, What's groceries to you? Groceries is groceries, nigga. That's <laughs> That's two shopping carts gotta pay two crackheads to get home. That's groceries, nigga. Fuck you, me. What's groceries? I know what groceries is. Yeah, nigga, that's that's three EBT cards. Like, not that little butt, little butt guy talking about groceries. I'm like, God. how about in the video? I said, what groceries is the bitch discussing? She told me one of her homegirls. Yeah. <laughs> she over here bugging. She done made a song for her friends. <laughs> for a big butt friend. Yeah, it does. the buddy like groceries. I was sick. I was like, I was like, what butt is she talking about? One of her bitches told her that. Yeah, when she said that. One shit. of her bitches wrote that. Yeah. Yo, you know who butt? Yo, your black Do China butt. Your black China butt is nasty now. I don't like disgusting. it no more. Yo, I used to like that girl. I don't know what happened. What happened to black oh, China I butt? I don't fuck black China. Uh, you fuck black China? You want to fuck Tiger bitch? No, Tiger Baby Mother? No, I'll fuck Tiger Baby Mother just because it's Tiger Baby Mother, but I don't really like her ass because I'm stupid like that. that I don't like crazy. them fucking dimple earrings, whatever the fuck them shit you Yeah, that shit face. looks that so dirty. Crazy, Yo, bro. ladies, can y'all please just please simmer yeah. down with the nonsense with the tattoos? You know, tattoos are sexy on certain women, but just simmer down with that shit. Y'all be looking dirty. It's like each tattoo, each piercing, dirt, dirt, yeah. dirt, dirt, dirt. It's like another <laughs> grain of dirt on you, like... 
Stop playing like y'all bitches looking like y'all walking around with motherfucking ringworms. Like <laughs> that, yo, that fucking that whatever that's the snake bites they call them, the yeah, the, yeah. The, the, the the piercings in the cheeks. Oh, yeah, so yeah. Listen, that should look dumb. That shit be looking so filthy on the majority. I seen it look okay on certain bitches, like huh, she yeah. cool. But it's a lot of bitches that look dirty. That shit they be having them on their like, necks too. That should be looking scary yeah, as fuck. Every bro. bitch that got them 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 like it them shits like they pops is like a god body or something like. They yeah. like some god body nigga that did mad time in jail. It's yeah. always dumb. Like, nah, you can't fuck with that. Bitches don't like looking regular cute no more. What's the majority of the type of women that y'all have in Henny Palooza? What is it like? There's a lot of black chicks. Yeah, it's some. Um, I mean, it's mostly black chicks, prof- young professionals. We got a, we got some big girls that come through. Mm. The big girls love coming through. The big Henny girls Palooza. love the party. Big girls, what's up? But big girls bring the good looking friends. So they, I'm fucking with the big girls. They this the ones that spearhead and they, they hugs be popping. Nigga, we had a couple white chicks at the, uh, the summer joint. We had we had some European joints there. Europeans. White girls, mm-hmm. Spanish, Europeans. Dominicans come for low. Asians, Dominicans. Asians coming in. Oh, Dominicans yeah. come for low. Y'all think yeah. the, y'all think low Dominican? That nigga's not fucking Dominican. Tuesday to Thursday, I'm Dominican. That nigga is not Dominican. You Dominican bitches, leave this nigga the fuck alone. <laughs> that nigga's not Dominican. He's a fucking Moreno like everybody else. You Cause now that's a zapato, that's a trepa palo, like everybody else. Don't you, you motherfuckers running around, motherfucking chasing low around the city like he Dominican or Joe Button. <laughs> hmm? Fuck out of here, Tax. Crazy. It's a good looking crowd. Good looking women. It's, it's, it's a good mix, though. Now, yeah, I, good I've mix. seen the photos and I've seen the lay. I'm like, yeah, man, look real good up in there, man. I'm going to definitely be gotta make it. Week. You got to make it decide. Yeah, you got to finally come to yeah, the yeah, I'm going to wear my Speedos this week. And shit. It's supposed to be hot, right? 79. Yeah, 79 and yeah. sunny. Speedo weather, right? Yeah, I'm going to wear Speedos and Tim's. Yeah, Speedos, <laughs> Speedos, Tim's, and baby oil and shit for, for cultural purposes only. <laughs> only for cultural purposes. You yeah, know what yeah, man? Turn it yeah, up. Yeah. Turn it up in any It's gonna be a good party. Something serious. Yo, listen, y'all. I've seen I've seen video, man. It was it was one dude in front of Henny Palooza, like fighting a whole crowd. <laughs> was that the nigga that they threw the he threw the gate? Yeah. Nigga threw a gate. Three feet. That nigga threw that gate far as fuck. Yeah, no like, gas, somebody retweeted and said it was you. Yo, motherfuckers. <laughs> uh, now I don't know why. That's easy. I know who That's did easy. that. He did. I know who did it. It was Tahoe, Reality Bites on Twitter. Tahoe he did it, shit, and, and it really went everywhere. Girls was calling me, Tech, you was wilding in front of any blues. I'm like, bitch, I was in Atlanta or some shit. Like, I forgot where I was at. I damn sure wasn't in the state, though. Yeah. Yo, Tahoe retweeted that shit, and I saw it. And I, I remember you told me you was in Texas, but I saw it. I'm like, yo, that's, nah, that's not tax, is it? That nigga came back and, and started throwing shit at us. Like, yeah, not tax, man. Not my nigga tax. That nigga took the guardrail and threw it in the middle of the street. Nah, that shit was funny as hell, my nigga. That's what happens yeah. in the wintertime, man. Them niggas get agitated quick. Nah, we yeah. ain't, we, Henny Palooza's on fucking Saturday, man. Yes, yeah, sir. Who y'all have? Who y'all? Y'all ain't having nobody perform? Uh, We got somebody. We got some through? people coming through. Yeah. All right. We got some people yeah. coming through. We usually, I mean, we don't really guarantee it because we don't book talent. But, yeah. like, you know, Cass is like, we're going to come through. We're going we gonna to fuck it up. So. Through. Yeah. So it's going right. to be a good time. I'm going to have to come to with a come through with a platoon of animals. <laughs> you just said you was coming with 14 women. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. <laughs> keep, keep it cool, Ty. Keep it cool, no. keep it cool it's man. It's our first one for the, for the, for the year, thing. man. Keep it cool, but brother. Con- but congratulations Thank to motherfucking you, um, Low Key on his newborn, man. And 
Yo, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something real quick, yo. Let me tell you that to go off a topic. You said some shit on fucking Instagram one day, and I I don't know if I tweeted something. Nigga was like, yo, yo get off of Instagram, you dirty nigga, and take care of your family. Yo! I got so many fucking text messages. Niggas in the comments, yo, you got a family? You gonna let this nigga talk yeah. about your family? I'm like, I don't yo, even got no son. fucking kids, yo. Yo, because that shit is believable, nigga. Son, like, don't nigga. look like you got a secret yo, family. I gotta stop doing that shit. That nigga gonna be on my Instagram like, you dirty nigga, fuck out of here. What the fuck is wrong with this I went on the low-key post. I was like, man, take care of your family, man. <laughs> <laughs> you want to be on Instagram? <laughs> I was like, nah, you got to chill. I text this nah. nigga. I'm like, yo, what the fuck is wrong with yo, you, man? Yo, son, I'm going to chill. Yo, I'm going to chill like one of these days, like one of these, one of these days like next year. I'm going to chill <laughs> and shit. Because I got to chill. After 30? Yeah, after 30. After 30, because I've been became a grown man, but, like, after 30, like, I'm going to just all the way chill. Like, I'm not going to try to attempt the Millie Rock or nothing or no more. Like, right. I'm going to stop it right at that age. At 30, it all stops. It just, after, once you get to 30, you do three positions, drink <laughs> Hennessy, <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and you try to make it home on time right. so your bitch don't chop your head off. Right. Yeah, what's up? You know we about to do the segment called Tax Code. And today, two people broke the tax code, daughter and father. Iggy Azalea and Ice T. <laughs> First of all, Iggy, you motherfucking broke the tax code just off motherfucking accepting that award at the Billboard Awards. The Billboard Awards broke the tax code for even giving you that shit, even if it was real. You understand what I'm saying? Ice T broke the tax code for even speaking motherfucking Iggy's name, saying Iggy like she was some terrible rapper. Ice T, you was never even top five. Like you was never like you was. I don't know why you a legend, honestly. You know what I mean? Like, you was a terrible actor in New Jack City. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? You've been on SVU for years, playing the same character with the same leather jacket. You know what I mean? Like, you've been broke the tax code. Like, you know what I mean? And you still cool, but you whack. Like, you ain't, you not a dope actor. You not a dope rapper either. So don't be talking about Iggy talking about, like, she not a dope rapper. You not a dope rapper either. You not dope. You was never dope, Ice-T. So chill the fuck out, man, man. Ice-T, Iggy Azalea, and motherfucking Billboard all broke the fucking tax code. I wanted to, I wanted to express to my um to, to the audience, too, because I had a lot of people, like, they was concerned about my life or some shit. Like, tax your SoundCloud numbers are dropping. You know what I mean? And, um like, what happened with SoundCloud is SoundCloud doesn't count the numbers from iTunes and SoundCloud anymore. So that's only the SoundCloud numbers. Before the numbers was the iTunes numbers and SoundCloud. So that's why the numbers dropped on like various podcasts across, you know what I mean? And music as far as SoundCloud goes. And that's why a lot of other podcasts have cut their numbers off so people don't see what they're doing. <laughs> but we didn't. But um, that's beside the point. Um, <laughs> I just wanted to express that to everybody. So you ain't got to be worried about what my numbers are my numbers are still good and shit we out here thank you man appreciate y'all tax season episode nine this episode of tax season featuring tax stone is produced by jonathan Mena, executive produced by chris morrow and engineered by none other than samir karam